0: Mark Martin, part two. Meow. Meow. All right, we're gonna start in five, four, three, two. So, there's there's a Mark Martin podcast that goes through your mm-hmm. whole career pretty well. Uh, we just saw that you did the Dale Junior download, so I'm sure I'm sure there's a lot of NASCAR retrospective there. So we're not gonna necessarily make this a huge NASCAR mm-hmm. retrospective deal because there's plenty of coverage, but. Uh, just just because I'm here, I, I have to know about the Bristol 91 race. You know what I'm talking about?
1: When I the Bush race, the yeah. Bush race. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So back then, Cup Happy Hour final practice, yeah. was after after the, after the Xfinity race, yeah. So when that you know was going to finish under the caution we immediately you know jack immediately he's spotting right he immediately starts coming down off the spotter stand yeah right
0: and so, and you you're and, in the win-dixie car you dominated yeah. that race and, and yeah. i call
1: steve mill and i'm telling steve mill you know raise a panhard bar uh one hole on both sides on your cup
0: car that you're about on to on the get cup into. car yeah, yeah. you know based on what you just <laughs> did. so in the we'll be car. ready for yeah. you know hit yeah. the you yeah. know
1: because we're going to you know we got to free it up okay and so, so you're already on to the so next uh, session. We're already yeah. we're already moved on. Yeah. And
0: um, and you just like destroyed everybody in this bush race. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, you did. Yeah.
1: Uh, it was the dumbest thing. And if you'll look... <laughs> I mean, if if I well, so owned it, baby. Right. Well, I mean, okay. I got out so, of the race car and said, that's the so, dumbest thing anybody could ever not, do. Not everyone <laughs> listening you
0: know? to this is necessarily that knows know what happened. Knows yeah. what happened. So, you're <laughs> so you're leading the race. You've got everybody covered. Yellow flag comes out. This is pre-green-white checker. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So races would finish under yellow. So yellow comes out with, I don't know, five laps to go. What happens, Mark Martin?
1: So, I'm on the radio telling them what, telling what the, to yeah, do. You're on the We're, You're We're already on. Yeah. Uh, guys pull up beside me. Yeah. You know, how am waving and all, all that stuff. It's Weird. like, yeah. it's, just, it's over. It's yeah. over. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I turned into, uh, off of, you know, coming off of four, I turned into the pit road. Uh-huh. You know? And there are checkered flags waving. So... David Green got his first win. Yeah, right. And yeah. I gave one away
0: because you thought the white was the checker.
1: I don't. I wasn't even thinking. <laughs> Didn't see that. I just yeah. thought the race was over. Right. You right. know, I mean, I wasn't even thinking. I was yeah. thinking, hey, we we've done this thing. We've got to try to win tomorrow. <laughs> right. It ain't about today. Right. Right. <laughs> and you know, the the savior of that whole thing is that would have been like probably my thirtieth you know win. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, if it was the only win I would have ever had and I gave it away, it would sure, be yeah. tragic. Story. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. But we have 49 wins. <laughs> yeah. So the difference between 49 and 50 is no big deal. <laughs> the problem is it's the Green. embarrassment of yeah. being that dumb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I am dumb as hell. <laughs> and I ain't never denied it. I've never denied it. You know, and mm. so... What do you what do you got for me? Because because yeah, right. I know that yeah. you can tell me I'm dumb if you want to, well, yeah. but I, I don't, don't know, know, that. Yeah. I, I know yeah, that. I know yeah. that. I'm looking at your arms. I can't take yeah, it. I've been no, I've no. been trying to tell y'all that for a long time. I'm dumb, <laughs> and I'm still dumber than hell. But
0: like in all those interviews, I'd never heard like. What was that first moment of
1: discovery? Was it seeing the checker flag as you're on pit yeah, road? Yeah, I, I knew. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I knew. I went on damn pit road, you know, anyway. But and no I, one came <laughs> with you? Like, what was the, like, tip-off that, oh, I was already on pit road. There was no turning back. There right. wasn't no any fixing this. Yeah, so you right. turn
0: to pit road and you see no one's going with you?
1: Yeah. Okay. And I look up and the checkers were like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I see that I've done it and it's it's done. Now you have to deal with, Yeah. you know, Every which interview. is what I've... Always do. Everything I do, I'm always dealing with something I've screwed up. That's that's what I do every day pretty much a lot of the day (laughs) is deal with the
0: things that I screw up. Is that why you're working on your bus all day? It's like one-third is actual improvement and two-thirds is fixing
1: a mistake? Well, or probably the other way around. It's only a third fixing the things I screwed up. Okay. The other mm-hmm. two thirds they're maintenance hogs for sure. <laughs> but, but definitely uh working my way out of uh screw ups is I'm really good at it. That's the Mark Martin That's story. I'm seriously <laughs> yeah. really good at it. I do it a lot. I've got <laughs> a lot of experience. Oh, and you know the the only thing I could do is man up. Right. You know, I did it dumber than hell and I don't know. That's I don't know anybody else's. Mm-hmm. That's dumb. So what? I mean, what do you gonna, What can you say? Yeah, It's happened in other in other race series.
2: Yeah, you're not the only one yeah. to do that.
1: Yeah. Well, like, it, it, I don't know that there's. It's been a win. I, Kale did it out of second at, at Daytona in that's July right, when that's year. Right. Yeah. yeah. But but giving a win away is is a pretty big deal. Uh, for lucky for me. I had a lot of them. Yeah, come yeah, you, my yeah, way.
0: Right, right. Well, I mean, for us, like, let's say our prime kind of viewing time of racing was in the 90s, and uh, you were the, at the time, the Bush Series guy. Anytime you were in a Bush Series race, odds were in your favor. Not too different from like Kyle Busch today. When Kyle took win number 50, did that, uh, did did that spark anything for you?
1: Not really. Yeah. Because he's. Probably about 24 <laughs> years old when yeah, he did right. it. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Um, and so he's going to get a hundred or a mm-hmm. hundred and a quarter, yeah. probably something like that. You know, I think he said he was might stop at a hundred or something. So I knew that. And, you know, I took over the all time wins from uh, Jack Ingram. At 32, well, that was bogus as hell too because they didn't count all his late model sportsman wins. He probably had 150, you know, there's right, no right. telling what he had, yeah. you know. And I said when they made a big deal out of it, well, I, you know, Jack Ingram, that, you know, that that's not right. right. But whatever y'all want to say, yeah, whatever y'all want to do, do but, yeah, yeah, you right. know, I'm, I'm going to pay homage to Jack Ingram because, you know, Jack Ingram was incredible and Jack always remembered that every driver has an ego but mine is odd you know it's not it's 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 different than i i know some other guys that got egos that are different than mine you know my i'm 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 okay fairly proud of the things that i did and all but i'm more proud of the work that i put in than the numbers or the results i'm a little bit embarrassed about you know some of the success i had you know <laughs> like you didn't deserve it just I, i'm not i mean i don't when i got it uh put in the nascar hall of fame dude that was the 40th guy to go in and junior johnson and dale earnhardt and Kel yarborough and oh, i don't belong with these guys man they're the true you know, he-men of the sport, they built the sport. I mean, I I didn't, I was uncomfortable with it. I was a little bit embarrassed, you know, a little uncomfortable with that because I didn't, now there's more in there, and it's like I'm okay with it, you know, still. But, man, when, you know, the, the fathers of our sport, and I went in before some people that really should have gone in that, that were way there you know before I was and did great things and I wouldn't have voted that way but but that's okay so I'm humble in some ways you know um but you know I I I do have pride and the things I'm proud of are kind of weird and that is you know integrity uh that's not weird but the yeah. one. In- integrity <laughs> it's rare but it's, it's not real weird. <laughs> and respect are really 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 important to me yeah and i never wanted to disappoint my mom and my dad and i'm still that guy you know and talking about that bush race at bristol the one thing none of it bothered me except the embarrassment that it imposed on my son really you know that's what i thought about it. it's yeah. like yeah. i've, I've Embarrassed my son. And how old was he at the time? He was probably... Uh, well, he was born in 91.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: You sure it wasn't later than 91? It's it was 94. 94. You're right. It right. 94. Right. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So he was three. And... So, you know, respect and integrity are really important to me. And I never want to let anybody down. And those things you know just have always been important to me
2: so nascar stuff we can listen to like five other podcasts about but mark martin (laughs) sports car racing that's what we want to know about
0: along those lines so let's let's go from 89 on knowing your personal timeline once 89 hit how did you hang out with dorsey schrader Dorsey was fun. Yeah, oh That's we know. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> like 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 here you are, like your first year of, of really trying to be sober and, and then there's Dorsey who like prides himself on He's not sober. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I guess I didn't hang out with him at night.
0: Oh, oh. okay. Yeah, you definitely didn't. You would there's, you would know. There's <laughs> a podcast you should listen to. Yeah. It's it, called Dinner with Racers. And
2: Dorsey Schrader's on it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So so Dorsey. I hung out with him at the racetrack, you know, and so that's, that's the extent, I guess I knew of him, Um, but, so Jack put me in the 24 hours, teamed me up with Lynn St. James Mm -hmm. and uh, Deborah Gregg, and I don't remember who the other driver was, Um, and it was my first year with Jack, and he was just trying to get a free driver, I think. Sure give me some experience and probably get some eyeballs on. First thing, you know, got a heel and toe. Yeah, right. Yeah. Got a heel and toe. Dude, I when I had a in 1980 Two when i ran riverside california in a cup car with a t10 transmission i didn't heel and toe right right, right. i shifted without the clutch with that yeah, because i right. drove trucks yeah right yeah, yeah, i right. always floated them in yeah you for, know? For, I mean, for a
0: lot of the sort of road racing fan base <laughs> before cars, the paddles yeah. <laughs> yeah like stock cars at the time of the way those boxes are built <laughs> you could literally just sort of flip the throttle with the brake in and, and still be able to get from you, the gear to gear you, the clutch. you
1: match you, you match, match yeah you match yeah. it yeah. falls right in yeah you just hold light pressure on it, and when you match the RPMs, it falls right in. Yeah. So I'm out there practicing, and I'm gra- grinding, gears, grinding gears, and grinding gears. Finally, I go to Jack. I said, "Jack, please, just let me do it my way, and I won't tear nothing up." Well, okay. So he let me. So that was that was one story, and of course, you know, everything went good there. I'm. I i do not know that I ever broke a transmission. In my career right you know i just you know that was my thing i, I drove trucks yeah you know tr- tractor trailers and I, I knew how to match the match the gears so we're out there running and um you know everything's going okay it's night time and it starts raining and i'm you know g- girls are in there and i'm chilled yeah at the motor coach and Somebody comes around, Jack, will not you come? I was like, hurry out there. Jack said, get ready. You're c- c- putting you in. In the rain. And the I said, I ain't. Right. No, no. <laughs> right. I'm not,
0: no. Because how many races have you done in the rain before? Yeah. Right. Zero. Zero. Okay. Yeah yeah, 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 I ain't never done this. Meanwhile, no, I can't do it. Meanwhile, yeah. like yeah. Lynn has been running Trans Am for how many years? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah,
1: Well, I, was, I think Deborah okay. spun it out twice Uh, okay i think you know one one of the two it spun out and it was probably deborah i don't know Uh, but anyway you know you get in the car yeah so he fires me out there on the wet and i've never done it before in the middle of the (laughs) race at night and i had so much fun they couldn't get me out. yeah I think I ran three stints. <laughs> I think I ran three stints. I wouldn't get I would not get out. It was so much fun. God <laughs> I had a blast uh, but that was that story. <laughs> so I went back and did it a couple more times. Mm-hmm. One time I wrecked the freaking car it's which on was, was dumb. Uh, but I I I mashed the went to mash the brake. In, in the infield part and my foot got lodged between the brake and the gas pedal mm-hmm. somehow or another. And so I got the front wheels locked up because and, it was pushing. Yeah. And I, and I couldn't get my foot unlodged Wait, any time.
0: Was, was that because you're trying to downshift your way?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so you've never wrecked a gearbox. I never tore a gearbox up, but, but I did you tear took off my... an entire front end. Yeah, but I wouldn't say that was about uh, that wasn't so much about the gear gearbox shifting as it was dumb, being a dumbass. And I've told you <laughs> I'm a dumbass and I don't know how many more times I'm going to have to explain to you. That's Sean, by Sit the way. Sit down, Mark Martin. Yeah, please, that's Sean. Please, please, stay seated, You please. don't like Sean. I'm, I'm telling you, and I'll tell you again next time I have to. I am a total dumbass, and I do dumbass stuff. But then another time, uh, it went much better for us. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then Jack gets out of it. Thank God, because I didn't want to go do it anymore. I hated it. Really? Why? Because I can't, couldn't sleep. Okay. I couldn't, you know, you get out of the car for two hours, well, I'm usually out of the car for two hours, maybe three, but they come calling you an hour before. Mm-hmm. And I can't sleep when everything's perfect, much less when I got all that yeah, stuff going yeah, on you in know my what's head. Going on. Right. And it really made me feel bad for the Daytona 500 because okay. it was right backed up to the yeah, Daytona 500 yeah, speed, speed weeks. weeks and yep. I just, it was just miserable for me. <laughs> so I didn't like doing it. Yeah. But then we get the call you tommy kendall and paul newman we're going to go daytona for 24 hours and we're going to win it for uh, paul's 70th birthday <laughs> present okay how are you going to get grasshopper in my seat tommy kendall yes yeah, yeah.
0: Who's like six foot fourteen? Yeah. <laughs> and and what are you officially
1: uh five, five? I do have long legs, That yeah, we heard that I do have really long legs, but from my ass to my head is really close, and my dad always told me, you know, be sure and don't get your head in your ass because it ain't that far to go <laughs> <laughs> and it's really the truth, right, but it's a problem seeing over the dash right, of right. anything yeah. yeah. Because I've got really long legs yeah. for, for my body. Yeah. And real short, uh, wasted, you know, up. Cool. So Anyway, we were both pretty uncomfortable in the car, but we did it. And believe it or not, we won it. And it wasn't easy to win. The, the competition was really freaking fast. And we just did our Jack Roush deal. Yeah. No time wasted. No yeah. time on the pit road wasted, no mistakes, just run, 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 mm-hmm. and that's how he always did it, and we we pulled it off, put Paul in the car right at the end, and he took the checkered flag, and Paul did a great job, and Brockman did a did a good job, yeah. but Tommy and I drove all night. Yeah, yeah for sure. The two of us. Yeah. So it was... And wasn't comfortable. Because <laughs> it was, there
0: was like the seat's not on a slide or anything, right?
1: I don't know. I don't think there was a slide. Yeah.
2: No, when we yeah, talked was, to Dan Binks the other day, yeah, he we, said it wasn't. Yesterday yeah.
0: we talked to Dan Binks, the crew chief on that car, yeah, yeah. Uh, looking for the goods, like trying to find some sort of Mark Martin gossip. Yeah. And he didn't have any because you were too straight-laced, but uh, <laughs> uh, but he said his first impression of you was the seat fitting for that car. And he was blown away because, uh, according to Dan, you literally – you know, they expected to be there all day trying to figure out how to make the pedals work for you mm-hmm. and Tommy. And allegedly, you just got in, pushed on the throttle twice, and went, Yeah, I'm good. And then left.
1: <laughs> it was a little more than that. Okay. But my f- seat fittings were usually went pretty, pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Was, usually, pedal, I could drive anybody's stuff. I just had to get up to see out. Because your legs are, are so yeah. normal. so Yeah. To speak. Okay. So I had to get up to see out. Okay. And. I understood that we were going to have to compromise, and I, you know, I, I think, uh, I don't know that we change inserts. I think it just put a bottom in the thing, and the belts were the probably the hardest thing to make to make work and make quick switches. Um, but you know, Binks was—he's uh, in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? Danny Binks, uh, like the sports. international motorsports, there is no real sports car hall of fame. Yeah, event. we don't. We, yeah, no one cares <laughs> enough. Yeah. I don't know if he's in he should I mean, be. He should be because yes. he's, he's the yeah. man. But yeah, I think he just recently got some kind of major. Well, he just retired uh, officially. Yeah. So yeah, he was. Uh, he was cool. There's a lot of cool, legendary, uh, you know, legendary people that came through the Roush thing. The thing about Jack Roush that is unique over most of the others is Jack spent the majority of his money on hardware and he was pretty frugal on people so he always looked for people cuz he was one of those that really wanted it bad and wanted a chance and that was all that they all that was important to them i don't recall him hiring anybody you know, as if you look at his NASCAR guys, he hired one successful driver, NASCAR driver, and that was Jamie McMurray. I can't remember him hiring anybody else. Everybody else was
0: coming
2: up. Yeah, the Bank exception there. being right now with Newman, yeah. Yeah. With yeah. Newman, but, Newman. but that's, but that's yeah. because they're
1: really strong. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. so, I mean, and and that was not just drivers. That was yeah, uh, everybody, you know, all the crew people. He would never, I always tried to get him, you know, to go hire, steal a tire changer mm-hmm. or a jack man or something just to fix my pit crew yeah just do it now nah, we grow you know <laughs> and you know we'd suffer and suffer and suffer yeah. and suffer for that but um jack gave a lot of legendary guys an opportunity to realize their dreams yeah for sure
0: that kind of falls in line with an engineer's mindset though like a guy who's going to put his emphasis on the toys yeah and the and the the gear and that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and not necessarily understand how to deal with the interpersonal side of it or or want to deal
1: with that he was uh boy he was a tough guy he's not in his latter years after that uh first plane crash he changed dramatically and became much more uh, mellow and and uh more fun to be around Hmm but he was really hard to get to know, very cold. Mm-hmm. He wasn't, you know, early on, he was not warm at all. It was very cold, very uh, tough to get to know. He didn't, he either didn't have a lot of respect for me or he didn't show it, and it intimidated me terribly. Um mm-hmm. uh, and he intimidated me. Yeah, I mean, he made me cry. He he had me on the phone and raked me over the coals one time in our first the first year I I cried. Yeah. I mean, that's how I mean, he was rough on me. He was he was hard and at the end of our first year, I'd never dreamed I had a 5-year contract. I never dreamed you know that anything could happen to my job. Right. And right. he put it out there. Right. <laughs> Was it that a, uh, probably a motivator? Yeah, right. Say,
0: was, do you think this was an approach or just I, – I look at him very much as – and I don't know him at all, but I look at him very much as a science-based engineer type. In other words, he's not necessarily trying to motivate, but that's just his tact because he just I doesn't don't have bedside he, manner. I
1: don't think he was thinking about yeah. replacing me. I he's think just, he was doing that to me. Okay. Right. You do think I, 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 I do. Yeah. I think that's what he was doing in um, – you know, I couldn't do any more than I was doing. It was a very tough year. The first year we didn't perform, we performed as you would expect, uh, not spectacular, but we didn't get to start. I mean, the guys didn't get to. Start. We were first of all, the guys weren't supposed to. It was supposed to be a short schedule, mm-hmm. limited schedule, and in January it got sprung on them. It was going to be full time, you know, which caught them off guard they're building from scratch and didn't start till September, you know, moving in the (laughs) building. And so it was, a, it was tough. It was a tough year to try to keep your head above water, get enough equipment, um, and just get all the parts and pieces in place. But boy, for the second year we came out of the box, we tested every racetrack. Yeah. We tested every week and raced every week. (laughs) And, uh, we got six polls, we run second six times, and they kept running up to me every, every week. The media would, when are you gonna win? I don't know, probably, you know, I hope we do win, but I don't know, uh, but we were fast. Finally, finally got, it. I just, after everything that I'd been through, I said my life was fulfilled. Mm-hmm. I mean, the one win, the one time, I didn't care If it was all over. Yeah. I mean, it was that way. And I don't remember, you know, it's not my most memorable win or anything like that. But at the time, it was – finally did it. Finally did it. And, you know, and it was so hard to do. Those things are so hard to win. Yeah.
0: So, 18 years with Roush, obviously, it sounds like your first year was terribly intimidating. Did it ever settle for you?
1: Yeah, I mean, I finally became comfortable um, over time in Jack, uh, but it took a while. I mean, 1983, I I tried to quit. Mm-hmm. 1983, is to know my Jack and I went out to dinner, and I told him I wanted out of my contract. Huh. 93? Yeah, 93. 93. Yeah. So it it had been long. Yeah, right. Been, yeah. And he's like, well, "What's wrong?" And, you know. I, not getting the cars not getting the bodies on the cars like i want them we'll fix that so i still i still you know proceeded i got a lawyer tried to get oh, out wow. get out of my contract finally at the end of it they at first they said they wouldn't let me out yeah because of avilene right and over a period of time they finally came back and they said Okay, if that's really what you want. And Steve Mill came to me and said, Man, is that why don't we you know put this back together? Yeah. You know, they throw you a bone or something, give you a little raise or something and put this all. Okay. So we do that and go forward and they put the bodies on like I want, we went four in a row. <laughs> I like that your hang up with bodies, four. Yeah. by the way. Yeah, it's yeah. not money. Yeah. It's not, yeah, it's uh,
2: like, I want to win. Yeah, want, was, it wasn't
1: money. It was, I want to win. Yeah. You know, I, I, when I made the deal with Jack, he never told me what he was going to pay me, and I never asked. Huh. And he almost didn't pay me. <laughs> so, but it didn't matter. Right, right. Um. But, yeah, I mean, bodies and in horsepower in in cup in the early 90s early to mid 90s were king yeah prior to that horsepower didn't matter in ASA it didn't matter yeah. it didn't matter as long as you handled you could have your motor could be way off and you could still win races yeah. with a motor way right. off but if you're running at Michigan yeah yeah <laughs> all those mile and a half and stuff the power yeah. really mattered and the bodies really mattered because um they had been missing out for a long time what we had learned in 1980 <laughs> with our late model. And I'm running quarter mile and half mile racetracks and, you know, picking up three tenths, Yeah. you know, yeah. cheating a body. Now, I'm not, I'm talking big changes, changes yeah, you know, right, not right. as But still, you're talking about slow speeds mm-hmm. and making massive, massive Games. speed gains. Yeah. And so, um, you know, Steve Meal. Got a lot of wind tunnel time, and he became really good. And then, you know, he went on uh, and ended up at DEI, and yep. they won how many Daytona 500s? Yeah, exactly. And he was exactly. in the aero department over there. <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> Steve, uh, Steve Mill was a brilliant guy, and I love Steve. Uh, really enjoyed working with Robin. He was so much fun and so good. And I had them both on my car early, and really the way it worked was Steve was kind of the crew chief, and Robin was kind of the car chief, but back then you didn't have that.
3: Right, right. So
1: Robin was the crew chief, and Steve was the general manager. Right, right. And so if you look and say, you can look at me and say, well, you never won a championship, or you can look at me and say you won 96 NASCAR top three series races. Yeah. Pretty damn successful. Pretty yeah. Well, I'm that successful because I drove some damn good stuff. Yeah. Right? Because there were some damn good people working on yeah. the cars I drove. And that's what I see. I see the incredible people that that I got to work with and, and the incredible cars that I got to drive.
0: Now, that 93 season, you said at Sonoma, which would have been June. Normally, by June, if you're looking to get out of contract, that means you've got something else going.
1: Uh, I mean juniors was where i was junior johnson yeah i didn't have anything but i was i had talked to junior mm-hmm. i had talked to rick hendrick but he blew me off mm-hmm. he just started another program that year. yeah he kind of so. just blew me off and now all he ever said once i got he got me an on i was man if i got you when you was younger we'd have won a bunch of championships well <laughs> damn son i called you once Yeah. You, you got know, your that, yes, he said it once. He said it ten times. Oh, man, if I'd have got my hands on you sooner, we'd have won a lot of championships. Like, that doesn't help, you sir. Say, but even when you were there,
0: you went really, really well. That was much <laughs> yeah. later in your career. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah he's, he was a good guy, and he was he was incredible to work for. He's so good with people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everybody wants to win for him. Yeah, Not, you know. Yeah, right. They just he just motivates well, people like nobody else.
0: And like th- to compare him versus Jack, and again, we, we don't know either of them, but he's in the business of car dealerships, yeah. very relationship based, very personnel based, whereas Jack is very much on the engineering side. So I have to think that management style has to be entirely
1: different. It it does. But as Jack went forward, and I, you know, we got when I found out that. He really wanted me to be his driver. Yeah, And he started. 16 years later. (laughs) He started really wanting. Feeling warm to me. And I to him. um, Especially. Even after that. Plane accident. That first plane accident. He was a different person. But he was very good. During that time. With. uh, You know one day a week meetings at the race shop and steering the 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 ship he was good he was good with people this was a good time I think uh because he had really developed and was a lot warmer you know and, and was a lot different person and did a did really a great job uh, I I feel like but one of the things he did was he let drivers uh, nobody else in in the business let drivers steer the ship mm-hmm. and he let he let me steer the ship some so, the only reason i ever wanted to leave is because i wasn't steering it enough mm-hmm. but um of course he let me completely steer the bush program 100 percent. i chose who worked on it who hung the bodies mm-hmm. where they were, you know everything you know all the setup all that stuff i was able to choose all that um and then and, and had lots of input on the Cup car as well. Uh, let Jeff Burton pick his people, pick his chassis, pick his body hangers, everything, you yeah. know. And Jeff succeeded be, because of his choices. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. A lot of guys, if they had the opportunity, a lot of car guys would have made it that didn't. Yeah. Because they were driving for a guy that's. Not gonna let them do that. Yeah, not let them do nothing, yeah, and you yeah. drive it, and it's not working, and mm-hmm. it's your fault. Right, right. But it's different now, you know. I mean, uh, you know, I like to think that if I was 21 years old and I was uh, a cup driver, let's say built William Byron or somebody, mm-hmm. I would have a sim laptop and mm-hmm. I'd run run the sim all night. Yeah. I'd be sitting in the motor home running setups, and I'd come in the next day with my stuff or or talk to the crew chief about well I did this in the sim have a look at this I mean I still would but that's old school but I'd still want to be integrated into the performance of the car because you're the driver's at the mercy of the engineer now I mean that's you I don't care how good you are you're not going to be able to succeed in a slow car I feel bad for the young guys coming in now in some respects because they're under a lot of pressure. They have to perform, and it's solely on turning that steering wheel. And I don't know if I would have succeeded like that. I, had to, I learned I, if I wanted to win, I had to make my car better than Larry Phillips. I had to make my car better than Dick Trickle, Bob Senniker. Then I had to make my car better than Dale Earnhardt. If I wanted to win, that's what I had to do i didn't have to i didn't focus on my driving i focused on my my equipment and i don't know it's uh it's different today and i i i succeeded because of the my equipment Mm -hmm. well i don't think
0: william byron could renegotiate today because he wants his bodies hung differently well Hmm. you know like i just don't Hmm. think that's gonna be an argument (laughs) anymore
1: no it sure is technical (laughs) and i don't know that it's better i look at i look at dirt late models and that racing is still really good mm-hmm. and you can still kind of do it without a major engineer although those guys are getting really smart at work on those cars or crew yeah. chiefs, technology to me has just about ruined uh, nascar racing and there's no way to stop it yeah right i, I know it sounds crazy but there are when I came in a NASCAR, there was just a few really smart people. <laughs> you know, just a few. Yeah, guys. right, 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 right. It's just funny to think the about. The garages yeah, right. slam full, and these shops are full of smart people. Right. You can't outthink. Right. You know, you could outthink people back then. You could think things up. You could truly, you can't outdo these guys. There's all, you know, there's so many smart people. We need to get to an important topic. When did hip hop music start for you? Two thousand two. Ben Leslie was my crew chief. Okay. And <laughs> very immediate this yeah. answer. And so I, we go to Charlotte for a test. How old was Ben at the time? Ben's younger than me. Yeah. But he wasn't a kid. Okay. But he, I, I I couldn't tell you. Ben might be fifteen years younger than me. So two thousand two. I was what forty. Some somewhere in there. Yeah. So anyway, uh, he might not—he might be five or six years younger than me. I don't know. <laughs> he's uh, like no.
2: The first thing
0: you said, <laughs>
1: right? He's over thirty. Yeah. yeah. So, not many people there. Yeah. You know, back then, not everybody went to to the test. same test. Yeah. And he's got, Dr. Dre's "Chronic" album, <laughs> blasting. Yep. <Yeah. laughs> and yeah. this is some good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, I was digging it. It was just it was just one of those good days. Yeah. Every well, time you'd go up in the trailer, man, Dr. Gray <laughs> Dr. was bumping. Gray. Yeah, okay. And we were running fast. Yeah, right. Yeah. I loved Charlotte. Yeah. We were getting get ready to win, win us a big race at Charlotte. They built me a special car. I mean, it was just yeah. right. Yeah. So, of course, I ran out and grabbed that and then were <laughs> so
0: West Coast from the beginning. Yeah, and then well, Hang
1: uh, on. <laughs> well, and then and. <laughs> Uh, what were you so, prior by the way yeah what would you listen to before that like well I don't even know because <laughs> there's I, nothing I, I, before yeah, like, rap because I, I,
0: I vividly remember there was a, a, a TV interview you did where they're like you know what do you have playing in your cards To some throwaway question you're like well I have an Eminem and I remember thinking what but then it was almost like you caught yourself yeah. like I also like Dixie Chicks
1: I did I no, mean I, I like Dixie Chicks and, and all that stuff and you know some country and I had um uh nirvana and i had you know but i've got brain damage from acdc being played so loud (laughs) so so much you know and i liked aerosmith you know i just really wasn't over i wasn't overboard on on anything on anything Mm -hmm. and then um so i got Dre, and then i got eminem and stayed on that pretty much and then all of a sudden matt's friends say you listen to gucci (laughs) bang no (laughs) you need to so, like, mm-hmm. I get on and it's like, nobody has put out as much music as him. I mean, I probably got, I, I bet I got 2,000 songs. Right, right, Can you say but it again from just, who? Gucci Mane. Good, okay. Yeah, Gucci that's, Mane. I just want to hear it, that's all. Uh, it's just, he's like the, he's the, the goat. Yeah. I mean, there is nobody in his league. Nobody. That passionate. That's uh, me. Yeah. I, right. I'm going to tell you right now. There is nobody in his league and I really liked him better before he got commercialized. Sure. I mean most of it, <laughs> Sure most of his I'm stuff, sure, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> most of his stuff that, that he put out would not even on iTunes. Mm-hmm. You'd have to yeah. go to Dat Piff and- <laughs> Down, down and download it the show has started and this is wow. really this is hard when you yeah. got yeah, to yeah, download yeah. it yeah. on the computer right because I'm dumb as hell <laughs> yeah. and i got to download it on my computer and then take it from my computer so into my phone you're going like right.
0: LimeWire to uh, wow okay. it's yeah. hard so yeah.
1: most of stuff, boy I mean he's uh, he's full gangster mm-hmm. but he's commercialized now and he's softened a lot yeah I mean he's 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 pretty soft and, Okay,
2: so who else is on your list of? Because from what I read, you're a big trap music guy. I'm a big trap music guy. So who's like your top five? Uh,
1: Let's see.
2: Are amigos? Are we amigos fans? Uh, Yes. Okay. Good. Good answer.
1: um, Oh, here we go. Let's go to the recently played. Yeah, no problem. Um, Were
2: you with the young Jeezy Gucci drama?
1: Jeezy, don't do nothing for me. Okay. Okay. Um, Dolph. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Young Dolph. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Young Dolph is, uh, Mm -hmm. he's probably, I probably like Dolph second to Gucci. Mm -hmm. I
0: feel like we need to point out that you're going to your phone, I'm assuming to your recently played music, to find what you like. So in other words, this is real. This isn't some. No, no, we pulled
1: up here. The
2: door was open and you were blasting. Yeah, Young Dolph is. Like Lil Wayne came on right off the bat. And that was from uh, the No Ceilings mixtape, which Mm -hmm. I was really proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: Young Dolph is is pretty incredible. I like, I don't like that, you know, like Drake. He's, he, he's an incredible artist mm-hmm. yeah. Incredible But I never liked anything sure. That was popular okay. It made okay. me want to vomit <laughs> It's like I heard Free I you know, I love Leonard Skinner yeah. You know And all those guys I heard Free Bird Till I could puke I hate that song I've always hated it Never liked it I like uh, You know Tuesday's Gone Yeah that's a great song I like yeah. all I like the ones That sure. nobody's ever heard sure. of You know Those are the ones I like mm-hmm. You know um, Where were you
2: with the uh, Black Beatles by Ray Sturman that, that uh, Gucci was on? I, I liked
1: that song a lot. Yeah. But I don't like his stuff. Okay. His stuff is way too singy. Mm-hmm. I can't handle that singy stuff. I want Gangster. I want to be talking about Cracking a Cranium. You know, I want, you know. And Gucci's lyrics are insanely funny. It makes me smile mm-hmm. that you can think stuff and ra- and rhyme it like yeah. that yeah. and be talking about how you're going, you know, just on, you know, all them rappers. You know, I mean, he just <laughs> just he just I mean, he kills them, man. OK, so
2: would you read some lyrics from Gucci's for us? And I'm, I'm asking this after we've had Mario Andretti do it. Mario and Andretti. Do you remember Bob Jenkins, the commentator? Yeah, yeah. We just had dinner he with him like two some. weeks ago, and he he did uh, regulators right. by Warren G. <laughs> yeah. Just re- he's just reading the I lyrics. Love I love so, it. So uh, I I did Black Beatles lyrics, and I also brought some wasted lyrics okay. from Gucci. It's a pretty. I tried to find something as le- <laughs> least offensive as
1: possible. Man, uh, so truth, please Gucci. Truth. Like, oh, you want Gucci truth
2: lyrics? Yes. Do you oh. know them already by heart? No. We'll oh, okay. I'm going to right. I have to read them. But there, I'll pull them up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, see what we can
0: get. Yeah. Have you heard Odd Future? Uh-uh. Uh, I oh, Because uh, <laughs> if you like stuff that's just insane, um, Odd Future might be a good group for you. I'll, I'll send you a link.
1: I can't uh, recite stuff you about can just, music yeah. like I can the setups. Who does truth? <laughs> What's truth? Gucci? What's that? Truth. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's that's where he's dissing on Jeezy. Um, Jeezy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Just the
2: truth. It. Well, he never got paid by for for doing the icy stuff, so <laughs> it became a big deal. Here we go. I'm
0: pulling it up right now. I like that he's. You're the first one to ever tell us what you're going to do. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> you requested a song. Yeah. Okay. So you, you don't uh, have.
2: How about, mm, I'm trying to avoid a certain word. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, you can't do Gucci then. <laughs> it's
0: like, the, well, opening, the opening. The opening is
2: okay. Okay. The opening here is okay. Yeah, the just, intro. Just like a couple lines.
1: Yeah. I, I can't even. You got. can't recite nothing Gucci says. We're on no, your team. We're on, yeah. We're, we're, we're helping you here. <laughs> Let's see. It's Gucci. Suckers keep downing me. They know they should be crowning me. ha <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's Goo Wop. That's Gucci's other name. Yep. Just counting paper. Just counting paper. Let's see. I like Just the counting the days. Okay, now let's see where it's at. Okay. 80 chains. Ain't took one yet. Ain't nothing re- about gucci but this gold rolex ten thousand dollar bounty on my neck hope you didn't pay them because they didn't have no success perfect right there stop right there
0: <laughs> beautiful
1: man Mark Martin. That that's
2: shit's good right there yeah.
1: yeah well he shot that guy and killed
2: him <laughs> yeah. and then they dropped the murder charges because he said he was acting self-defense right yeah. that's, that's real what... hood shit right there yeah right?
1: that's the shit i yeah. like <laughs> That's what I'm talking
2: about. So I live about 10 minutes from where all those guys are in really? Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm all about it just because I grew up listening to it on the local radio.
1: I wouldn't be afraid to meet him now because he's really so But yeah. boy, before he went to prison this last time. Yeah. You know, because he was all all into drugs mm-hmm. pretty bad. And he, he was scary. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. he was shot here. a guy. Yeah, I mean, he was he's, willing to die for his. Yeah, yeah, he's nuts. Yeah, dude, dude was crazy.
2: So when the Epic Swag thing happened, that was completely unrelated
1: to the Gucci. Yeah,
2: uh, just that was, so like because you got hacked, right? That was I the got deal hacked on and on they Twitter. changed it to Swag World.
1: Yeah, that's uh, right, and Epic yeah. Swag. Yeah.
2: So yeah. just coincidentally, you get hacked, and they kind of turn it into a rap name, and everyone's like, "Hey, he's kind of into rap. Let's make that his deal for a weekend." Because <laughs> you have a shirt and everything, right? Yeah, they made me shirt. Sure. Yeah, yeah in
1: school epic <laughs> That's swag. So well, weird. they they made a shirt, yeah, and sold it in the yeah. merchandise.
2: So our, our just because our followers are primarily road racing based, but basically your Twitter got hacked. They changed the name, and then you put the name they changed it to which was epic swag on your race car for that weekend at yeah. like texas or wherever you guys were and you were like yeah i'm going with it
1: yeah nascar yeah. came over and said you can't do that <laughs> Like, come NASCAR. on man oh, yeah why? you can't right. put epic swag where mark martin's supposed to be and it's like come on man yeah it's my nickname <laughs> <laughs> i loved it i thought that was the greatest thing ever it was crazy yeah i don't know this this twitter thing is you know i i curse michael walter because he you know, I wasn't on Twitter, yeah. not the kind of guy that would be on Twitter. Sure. And he said, hand me your phone. And I handed it to him, he handed it back, and I had it, and it was just blowing up. And I got into it and got more into it and got yeah. more into it, and now it's just, oh, God, it's so yeah. trash. Yeah, it's pretty bad, right? It's just yeah. awful. I, you know, I, I, do, I don't dare delete it because I can't go back, mm-hmm. and I can't not look at it. So, you know, I've just uh, – I try to stay positive and, and I try to see the positive and overlook mm-hmm. the negative. But there's so much negative. But it, it is such an amazing resource for historical racing. Oh, yeah. Current yeah, right. what, current events. With some sure. of the accounts, yeah. Current yeah, events. Yeah. But the, the historical stuff is yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so that's part of it. It's so much fun. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, just imagine if there was Twitter around when you pulled in the pit lane at Bristol. Uh. <laughs> It's the first thing I thought well, when we were talking yeah. about it the other day. I Dude, it's like, oh, Twitter now, yeah. and I'm still <laughs> dealing with it. <laughs> we may yeah, not have helped. Red, yeah, this, Red, we well, just, we it, just did it.
1: Reddick just had a deal down at uh, Homestead where he was running third or something, and he didn't lose his spot because he, but he slowed down. His spotter yelled at him, and so then I got uh, you know two thousand mentions over that. <laughs> hey, you trying to be like Mark? You know, it's like, geez, I. I I never said I didn't do it and I never blamed it on anybody else. That's all I can say. i manned up and, and, uh, took responsibility for being a dummy. So I,
0: I hate getting political, um, especially in 2020 when things are uh, incredibly tense right now, but you know, a lot of stuff going on right now, Montana has luckily been devoid of a lot of the controversy, but, um, if things got bad here and you had to hire a constitutional lawyer, who do you think he would hire? Kyle Busch
2: didn't even have to think about it. Interesting. He knew right away. Yeah.
0: Bobby Labonte. Actually, I've got a question based on our. So, when we sat down with Bobby a few weeks ago, yeah. feel like last year, <laughs> um, he was an avid cyclist during his time in NASCAR, but he had to hide it, like to the point that he literally would keep his like biker gear in his car and and like walk it out of the tracks, that he didn't get made fun of for like wearing Lycra and things like that. You were known as the, the obsessive workout guy. Was that a was that a problem for you?
1: No, uh, because it was different. Uh, <laughs> that attire is different. Ah, uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, it, okay. It, that 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 attire's uh, for rednecks like me. It's a little, Is a
0: little, so hold on. Yeah, yeah. So when Bobby says he had to avoid getting made fun of. It was you. It was you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it, it would have been me. Yeah. It yeah. would have been me. He had good reason. Okay. Yeah. It's not out of nowhere. Yeah. We asked this of a lot of, uh, a lot of our, our, especially our driver friends. Um, what, a couple of years into route, you start making really good money. Yeah. What's the first dumb
1: thing you bought? I, I bought some rv lots that i shouldn't have um <laughs> what what risky makes, on the rv because an rv lot
0: means property property to me is never bad
1: I, I, so. I bought uh uh slots ahead of time for the premier one um, and that plane didn't turn out real good but i decided i didn't want it and i sold the slot for six hundred thousand dollars profit Oh, well, so, that's I mean, I that's did a not, lot of, okay, you're doing this a, wrong. That's, that's not the question. <laughs> that's I the smart. Though, I just but. said you were dumb. I don't <laughs> have a bunch of... I,
0: you didn't buy some $30,000 watch you didn't need? No I didn't, yeah. no, I
1: didn't. I didn't I didn't do all that. Um, and, you know, it was... You said a couple of years into Roush. I'm, I don't it know was, when you started
0: making dumb money. Yeah, I don't I, know. It was yeah.
1: probably eight years okay. <laughs> into Roush. <Ten> four? <laughs> I had Coffee. to make sure that I worked on my retirement first mm-hmm. okay. and uh, really, I mean, I've been really, really lucky. In 07, I got mad about my investments. They were in the stock market. I had somebody managing it for me and I got mad. And I told him I want it all out and I want CDs. <laughs> you don't want CDs, you want bonds. In 07? This, you know? Yes. Wow. wow. And well so when yeah, yeah, so yeah. 08 <laughs> happened, I called him up and I says, how am I looking? Right. You're looking like a genius. Yeah, yeah. You're my best client. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you look like a genius. And I'm like, well, I'm glad I got mad because yeah. I didn't know, you yeah. know, I just got lucky. And, uh, you know, just stuff like that. You yeah. know, and I learned a lot through that one. Of course, I sold the plane. You're right. So I don't yeah. need it anymore. Yeah. And I had always planned on burning jet fuel in re- my retirement. <laughs> that was part of the plan. That was baked into the cake. Really? Okay. But the... The last year I had the plane it was probably two years after I retired. We flew it 37 hours because we went in a coach everywhere because our stuffs in the coach. Yeah, yeah right, right. It's yeah, not yeah. like staying in a hotel because mm-hmm. you don't have to carry the bags. You know, you yeah, know, it's yeah. just this. And we just didn't use it. We didn't use the plane, and so we sold it. And and uh, I flew that myself. You know, I didn't have a pilot. And and all people ask me, do you miss flying? I'm like, no. <laughs> no nope. I mean you know it was an incredible privilege and and I did that you know I needed to fly I needed to do it and I did it and I did that and I don't need it now and so I don't can
0: we suggest a really bad investment <laughs> yeah are you a Wu-Tang fan yeah <laughs> uh, well it's already over yeah all might. right yeah uh they sold they they made an album called uh Once Upon a Time in Shaolin that they sold the one guy that was the whole business model. Uh, he's in jail now. Yeah, right. And so I feel like you could sale. buy that asset. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but not for not a Wu-Tang guy.
2: I'm not, I'm not. We should probably cover Rock before we let you go. Yeah, exactly. Because you were Mr. IROC. It was good to me. I still think that was one of the coolest series that we got at, like, you know. Like Absolutely. You, like and we it, always talk about our time frame of being fans is really the 90s Yeah, for and us. that's when Rock was a thing. And that's when it was. Yeah. It also
0: points something out in conflict with everything we've been talking about, but i'll let you talk
1: it was such an honor to be invited to be a part of that for me it was the crown jewel of my career mm-hmm. at the time just to be invited and to be in that elite group and to be able to be around mario and andretti or emerson fittipaldi right. or uh you know it's just these greats um and legends, um, Martin Brundle, you know, I mean, just uh, get to race. I knew Ari Leyendijk, but, you know, to get to race with him, to Mm -hmm. get to know uh, Sebastian Bourdais, just so many of them, you know. It was was amazing uh, to be invited. It was hard to get invited, Mm -hmm. um, especially – it was hard for anybody to get invited, but from a NASCAR standpoint – you pretty much had to run the top three in points, uh, you know, or be the reigning IROC champion to get in. <laughs> or so be Mark route. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, and, you know, if you did well, you started back every week. Yeah. Or every race. Put it that way. You drew for your starting position for the first race. And I habitually draw last row on everything <laughs> anytime there's a draw because I'm. Terribly unlucky, <laughs> and so except you know, for
2: in 2007 with your entire stock portfolio, <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I was unlucky in the 2007 Daytona 500 though because it was uh, really the 505. Oh, we go. <laughs> I was leading. There we go. I, I was go. leading at 500 miles. Listen me, sir. so i go. Don't don't make me there don't make go. me lucky, okay? Because I'm not.
0: That's this one's on Ryan. <laughs> yeah.
1: I didn't do this one. Yeah, my so, name's also Sean. No. So anyway. It, Harvick. It, was, it was it was good times. Um starting the back. Um I mean let's be fair about it. Um it wasn't really fair for the indie car guys or sports car guys because it was more like a NASCAR stock car. It was a stock car. It was typically with exception of uh running the Cleveland Air, air, uh, airport. Yeah, Berkeley Lake Front. Um, I don't think we ever ran anything else that wasn't really a NASCAR track. Yeah, the Glen, but that was we raced NASCAR there and sports cars. So, you know, uh, Al Unser Jr. Yeah, would fly in and strap in one of those things and give me and Earnhardt everything we wanted. And then I, to this day, I'm Al Unser Jr.'s biggest fan probably one of the greatest talents in my opinion that ever strapped in anything you don't do what he did yeah and he did it and crammed it in our face every time yeah he was bad to the bone um but it was just for me it was such an honor to be able to be around those all those guys um I will I'll, I'll go I, here's here's the thing so maybe I was luck, lucky oh now you're lucky let, let me tell you a story <laughs> so how you did you 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 drew for your cars? Mm-hmm. right first the drivers drove them all and made them is exactly the same speed as they could make them. yeah and then they put them all in a line and they were all different colors mm-hmm. and you drew which car you were going to drive
0: you're getting pink you're getting green yeah
1: so and then they'd put our seats in and we'd go racing we never drove them. Mm-hmm. We drove some practice cars. I drew the fastest car ever race ever drove in my life. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I like the smirk that comes with it. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was, uh, I don't know, it was magic. Yeah. yeah. It was freaking magic. And, it, you want to talk about egos? Egos, when, an uh, ego stroke is when you walk over climbing a practice car and and you see the mechanics elbowing each other and then I go out and I make two laps and come in and park it and leave and I'm good to go and it's faster than anybody's run. I see them over there you know and I mean that's badass. Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. That's like seeing your number on the, on the top of the scoreboard yeah right and it just happened a lot yeah. and i don't know <laughs> and I, I i swear i don't know why because uh-huh. i didn't get to have any input on the setup or anything else well, that, But that, it,
0: that's actually where i was kind of going with that which is like i rock you couldn't set, you you've this whole time said that setup was kind of your magic sauce yeah and yet these cars you I, you've said yourself that uh i rock kind of one of your crowning achievements and and I didn't have any input. You
1: had no input on the cars yeah. at all. And you know, when Sean we went to, that said that. He said that. We went to <laughs> Cleveland, and I didn't run good at all. Uh, I didn't think. Um, and there might have been uh, a few other races where I really had a dog that didn't seem like I could really race. But most of the time, it just was magical. I mean, it just, you know, we were always, always starting toward the rear yeah. of the field. And a lot of times I would really get the brakes. And I, I don't even remember. So I'm at the, my museum in Batesville. And I look Did you just name drop a, a museum? Yeah, I got a museum yeah. in Batesville. <laughs> near a few car dealerships. <laughs> got yeah. got, a, got a, about a dozen or 15 uh, milestone career race cars. Oh, got, cool. I, oh, yeah. I, I, won, uh, I had three $1 million paydays, in all three of those cars. On display. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. Awesome. It is pretty yeah,
0: crazy. $700,000 paydays now. Yeah. So, economies.
1: Um, anyway, I see, you know, we're all these trophy cases and the lights are burned out. And I see IROC Indy. I think, yeah, that's pretty cool. I wanted Indy. And I saw another one sitting next to it. And I, and I looked and I saw another one sitting next to it. And I said, duplicates? down 98, 99, 2000. I didn't even remember it. Huh. I mean, I won three years in a row. Yeah. At a place you can't pass at. Yeah. Starting in the back, and Steve Mill, I remember now. Steve Mill said, "How do you do that?" And I say, "I just get that left front down just as low as I can get it. <laughs> you know, try to get the left front lower than them the yeah. got car in front of me. <laughs> you know, you know, just <laughs> got, and it's easy. <laughs> that's you, the secret. You know, yeah. it's just you know, that's what they were doing yesterday. You know, at at Indy, it's just what you do. You know, but." Yeah, I didn't know. I just, you know, because it's just like that Bush race in 94 at Bristol where I pulled off. When it's done, it's done. I don't even think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's over. It raced out of my mind, history. Every, every cup win I ever won, I'd stand in victory lane and be thinking about how can, how we going to win next week? Yeah. I'm not thinking about soaking this up. It's like, damn, we got to get that body ride on that car. <laughs> we got to, you know, we got to, what are we going to run for springs? What's, you know, what do we want to do it mm-hmm. next week? And we got to try to, we got to win next week, you know? And, and that's really, like, this is, there's a lot of things that were wrong with me that if I really <laughs> looked at, like I really should have enjoyed. It wouldn't, I, I. It wouldn't have taken it wouldn't have made me go slower. It wouldn't have taken anything no, away if I would right. have just damn enjoyed it a little bit more. You know? I just just, just, I'm, I'm messed up.
2: Well, you, you're enjoying it now though, like in another way, Yeah. you know, like you're, you have a house here, one in California and still in Arkansas.
0: Yeah. And like 35 this, car dealerships. This
2: isn't exactly the crappiest motor coach <laughs> I've ever seen. Um, I think like now you're enjoying it, right? I am enjoying and it. And maybe if you didn't be you
1: earlier, you wouldn't have had such success. I, I always said that, you know, I'm, I'm like that because I'm trying to concentrate, trying to, you know, I just look back on it and I think, man, you know, I could have lightened up a little bit, (laughs) you know, I don't think I would have lost any of those races that I won if I'd have just lightened up a little bit. But I agree, Ryan, I, I, you know, I mean, I, people always point out you didn't win a championship. Nope. Sure. Didn't, but winning races was the glue that held a team together that it brought sponsors yeah. and it held that team together and that's really when i came back nascar racing with jack really what i focused on and really what was important was winning yeah
0: on that level that 1990 season buggy. Yeah. no you know and, and just for those who don't know this story basically one race you were penalized 46 points and you lost the championship by less than
1: that 26 but but (laughs) that penalty was in the second race of the season
0: so in other words you knew the deficit
1: and we led the points from sonoma in june all the way to november next last race we went to the next last race and qualified bad and ran bad and finished 10th and earnhardt sat on the pole led the most laps and won the race and erased that deficit and and pounced ahead of me And it was all lost in that race because we had it. And if I'd have run fifth instead of 10th, we just couldn't run a lick. We just ran terrible. And I run good at Phoenix always. We just, we could not hit our butt with both hands that day. We just (laughs) couldn't go. And that's where it went. And there was no conspiracy. I will tell you right now, Bill French Jr. would have much rather Richard Childress won the championship than Jack Roush in 1990, okay? I, I, I guarantee you that. But there was no conspiracy against us. Is that a thing? Do people claim that? Mm, uh, there was. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, they didn't like Yankees back then. Sure. Was, he was a Yankee, and I wasn't I wasn't Dale Earnhardt either. Right.
0: Mm, right.
1: Some people say it was a very unfair penalty.
0: Because basically it was 46 points for a carburetor infraction.
1: Carburetor spacer right. that was a half inch too tall, but if it was welded on, it would have been legal. Right, but it was, but bolted. It was bolted on. Yeah. So it wasn't a technical height infraction. Right. It was a bolt on piece versus welded on. You could weld it on, you could weld a foot onto so it.
0: Theoretically shouldn't have been a performance advantage.
1: It, it was not right. because it, you could have legally have this, the carburetor in the same spot, no problem. right? The so problem was is when they got ready to leave the shop, the air cleaner was a half inch too low, and instead of building a new air cleaner, they just spaced it up. That's all it was. And so it was a fairly bogus um penalty. But I'm not bitter about it. He didn't you know, there was there was no intention behind it other than, you know, Richard Childers called France Jr. and France Jr. Unlike usual, wasn't at the racetrack, and it was a two and a half inch spacer and in two inches all you're allowed. However, you were allowed to weld anything on there you wanted that hmm. year. So it's 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 one of those. It's just like politics. You can look at it from one direction or the other, and from from the other direction it's legal, but from the one direction it's not. You know, and the same thing as politics. It's just like what's real is somewhere in between all that. (laughs) You know, it's just not, it's not. But anyway, it's going to come and uh, it doesn't. And that's what makes 2002 so sickening is, you know, we could have beat Tony Stewart. All we had to do is not blow up. Mm. And as Jack, we just don't need to break. We don't need to worry about power. What do we do? We blew a motor. 100 points. 100 points. You know, and we lose it by you know whatever it was, 32 or whatever. But I mean, it's we should have we should have won that one. Mm-hmm. And it's 2-0 The sands about out of my yeah. hourglass, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm you know I I don't have much time. We, we we need to do it now. Yeah. This is our shot, and we we let that one get away. We should have been built, you know. We should have been building streetcar engines, <laughs> you know, because we didn't need power. We were handling good. We had a good. We were in good shape on points. Yeah. You know, and but you know, that's that stuff happens. And then in '09, I didn't give a shit if we won or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy to be winning races. Right. Yeah. I swore I wouldn't get caught up in, you know, because I was miserable. You'd
0: retired and then basically came back. Yeah. To that Hendrick deal.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I, I, you know, I had. I did not give one flip about the points Yeah Other than Alan and my team wanted it Right So I right. wanted it for them But personally <laughs> yeah. I didn't care In <clears throat> I tell people today That are so hung up on that well, Yeah How would my life be different Right, right now How You tell me None None Would be zero difference in my life, so why should I be miserable about that? (laughs) I was miserable. I let it ruin my freaking ten years of my life. Oh, It really
2: affected you that badly. Yeah, I was.
1: You know, I was notoriously grumpy, son of a buck. You know, Jeff Burton and Matt Kenseth always teased me. Angry old man, Mark. Around around two thousand ninety-eight. Right. You know, just I. You know, I was miserable because I kept you know, trying to win that championship and mm-hmm. them points and slow tire changers and slow pit stops and breaking engines and all this shit I couldn't Couldn't
2: do anything My IROC
1: car never ran out of gas. <laughs> yeah, and it right. never <laughs> blew up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the difference. Yeah. I am telling you, the difference was that I rock car never <laughs> I don't if I lo- if I ran out of gas and lost races one time. There's got to be 30 of them Mm -hmm. that I would have, should have, or could have won. I mean, it's pitiful how many times I ran out of gas. And Alan Gustafson taught me, I blamed it on Jack and his carburetors. And he blamed it on me and my driving. (laughs) And it was probably both. Right. And neither one of us worked on it. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. And that's, that's, the, point. that's the problem. Yeah. It was probably yeah. both of us. Yeah. yeah. Alan Guffson taught me. We went to Road Atlanta with a thing in there to give me my gas mileage while I was driving. Like on, something on the dash or something? Yeah. yeah. I ran 10 laps saving fuel. Mm-hmm. Then two laps full speed. Guess how much I picked up? So I slowed down, you know, a second or right. second and a half, Right. saving the fuel. Mm-hmm. And then that now the tires are gone. Okay, let her rip. I didn't pick up two tenths. No way. I couldn't pick up nothing. Yeah. Just storm to the corner and sliding, you know, yeah, right, right. and just burning gas and going nowhere. Yeah. I could have done better. So anyway, we learned all that, mm-hmm. and we're running. We we got them beat at Michigan. You know, you know, got them beat, got them killed. Ain't gonna make it. Oh man, slow my ass down. Let Jimmy Johnson and Biffle go by and go on. And I'm sitting there, I can whoop them like nothing. Mm-hmm. I can't give it no gas. <laughs> Coming for the white flag. Jimmy pulls down, he's out of gas. <laughs> Coming down the back stretch, Biffle runs out of gas. And I run my slow ass on around there and run the race (laughs) on gas mines. And it's like, he taught me how to do that. Yeah, We learned. And uh, I wish Jack and I would have, we gave a lot of races away and we didn't have to. Mm -hmm. I could have done better. I know he could have done better too. But uh, then, then what happened, and probably what happened in 02 was, then he started making the pistons where they could live running super hot. Yeah. So we ran them so freaking lean. It was crazy. Yeah. And I'm sure we, you know, melted a piston. Sure, sure. Yeah. In 02 and probably cost us because he, he got to where, at, you know, at that stage of the game, it was the 90s when we were running out of gas. Mm-hmm. We ran out of gas. We were winning a Daytona July race in 09. Had them be pitiful. <laughs> Spun out uh earnhardt hit jeff bodine and bodine hit me and i spun out restarted in the back 20 laps i was leading again uh 20 laps to go I come on the radio and i was like saying run out of gas on a caution yeah no i ain't i said i'm telling you it's run out of gas let's come get gas i can beat these guys yeah ain't no problem hey, you know i got these guys killed today yeah you good Ran out of gas for six laps to go. What? Like Twenty some odd miles. Jesus. I yeah. mean, you know. I mean, we. teased. <laughs> we had a lot of frustrations, you know, especially in the in the nineties. That was eighty nine, but then into the nineties as well. Just a lot of frustrations, and Jack, I'm sure, mad at me and me and Jack, and just, you know, just. Instead of just working together and being warm and fuzzy, we were just like we were mad. Is that ego? you go? Probably both of ours. Yeah. Probably but I was scared of him. And I was mad at him because I was scared of him. Yeah. Because he wouldn't, he was so cold and, and you know, whatever. And so. And that fear meant you couldn't for, communicate.
0: For, yeah. yeah, yeah. So,
1: so I didn't communicate, you know, and, and I was mad. Yeah. About it all, you know, and, and. I wish, I get back on the fuel mileage thing all the time. (laughs) You know, I just wish. I mean, the year that, I think it was 99, that Rudd won Indy, Mm -hmm. the Brickyard. So, I'm trying to win a championship so freaking hard. So, all I'm worried about is points. Yeah. It's coming down to the end of the race. I pass Rudd. He's behind me. And uh, the two guys in front of me, pit for gas jack says we can make it steve says we can't jack says we can make it steve says we can't well i've run out and lost a thousand races already yeah right i got points to worry about i think i'm coming for fuel i came yeah. for fuel yeah, yeah, yeah jack swore we could make it Rudd wins yeah it was in my lap yeah right. it was just a few laps to go right we just you know but we just never worked on it you know if I mean, nobody ever took the time to teach me. And so I tried, when I tried to save a little gas, I tried to do it the way my dad talked about saving gas or saving fuel in a truck, tractor trailer truck, you know, or whatever. I thought the only thing you could do is just slow your butt down, Mm -hmm. you know, but you, there's ways to make pretty decent speed Mm -hmm. that did save fuel.
0: So in all those years, you've never tested for fuel mileage as a driving style. Until the oh, no. way end of your career when yep. you're with Gustafson and Hendrick,
1: that is correct. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I think when people think about egos in motorsports, they generally just think about people that think they're hot. Yeah, shit and too good. They don't think about the internal struggles that happen, like right. especially in a program like what you're describing.
1: Well, yeah. I, and that's what I kind of said. I do have an ego, but it's right. not the conventional kind. Mm-hmm. Right. I've never. Th- I've been a real humble guy. do I don't think my shit don't stink. Or whatever. You know, I know I'm dumber than hell, and I really don't think I'm all that talented. I think I worked outworked my competition, yeah. and that's where my success came. Right, and I will, I will say that. And I had, you know, Trickle complained about it, in you know when I was okay. a teenager. He took his prize money. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. yeah, because he wanted to go to the bar every night. Yeah, right. right, right after right. the race. Yeah. And I wanted to work on my car. Yeah. You know, pull the skirt front, you know, spoiler out. Jack the back up a little bit, push yeah. this, pull that, whatever, you know. And he didn't want to. They, did, you know, they wanted to play and have fun. Yeah. And they said, you know, we were going to burn out. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You're still working on your bus. <laughs> 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 yes, sir. How comfortable are you talking about August eighth, nineteen
1: ninety eight? That's my dad's. That's your dad's crash, yeah. Yeah, I'm. Playing,
0: you know. Okay. No um, just kind of going back to that. So, the day of your dad's crash, what was that? Phone call like,
1: it wasn't a phone call. So we ran the Glen, yeah. And I got on the plane and flew home. And the my house had a hangar attached to it, and you know we pull up and got a dr- garage door opener for the hangar door, and the door's coming up. I get out of the plane. I'm walking in, and Arlene meets me about halfway across the hangar. And says your dad's been in a plane crash. And my first thought was, you know, Cat. Is you know I mean these dudes he's I didn't think man. he was dead. Yeah, right. I thought, ooh. Right. Yeah. That'd be, I mean my first thought was, Oh damn, that's gonna be hard to
0: Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. We'll have to deal with I this. didn't
1: think plane crash, he's dead. Right. He had
0: so many wild tales yeah, leading up to yeah. this. Right.
1: So it's that was weird. And then uh, you know, It took a little bit to find out, you know, that that they they died and, you know, his wife, Shelley, and his daughter, 11-year-old daughter, Sarah, and uh, just, it was really hard uh, on me. You know, we we were standing in the hangar and uh, Matt said, you know, Matt was seven. Seven, he said, "I'm gonna miss Granddad." Damn, it's uh, it it was tough. So we go to go to his funeral. Everything had to revolve about my racing funerals, everything. I I never missed a day at the racetrack for nothing. And that was another thing that I became bitter toward racing, you know, that added to the bitterness, because everything revolved around that schedule, and it had been that way forever. And so we went to the funeral, uh, left there, I guess the funeral must have been Thursday, and we headed to Michigan, and, uh, So, driving from the airport to the racetrack, my phone cell phone rings, and it's the president, Bill Clinton. Wow! Yeah, Arkansas guy. Yeah, yeah. my my yeah. dad would had in him. My dad was a supporter of his when he was governor of Arkansas and stuff. And Bill's like that. Bill's he never forgets anybody. Yeah, he's an, he's an incredible politician there's a there's a stand-up bit about this actually about how good it's, his memory is it's it's ridiculous yeah. anyway you know he he calls and i get through the weekend and we beat him like a drum on sunday and i'm gonna get to dedicate this race to to them and because i'm not lucky almost ever except drawing for Rock cars Um, caution comes out and i believe we take four and gordon takes two and gordon beats me i run second and i never and now it's broke i'm broke yeah just freaking broke and uh this is now it's all over you know, it was, it all was leading up to kind of like yeah, a real high days, had today. A, yeah, You know, yeah, right. the funeral, the week, the funeral, we got to do the funeral. Got to get to the racetrack. Got to get through the motions. Right. And that was a rough, that was rough. And then, uh, but we do the, on the bright side, we go the next week to Bristol. And, uh, I think we come from two laps down, make up two laps to win that race. And it's friggin' hot and. I'm cherry red, but I'm in shape and digging and it's brattle, rattle, you know, and it was you know, unbelievable when that place was full then, probably 150,000 people back then, it was just roar, fricking roar, you know, and it was popular because of what had happened and, and all, but I got to air traffic control tapes, because I just couldn't figure out how it could happen. He's 27,000 feet in his plane, and he called ATC and said he needed immediate descent. he lost cabin pressurization. And, you know, I listened to him, I listened to his voice, yeah, yeah, and the, the sound and stuff and trying to figure out something had to happen to that airplane. You know there was there was noise you know, and he became hypoxic really quick. You only got about two minutes up there, and you then you kind of lose function and at the last, you know he keys keeps keying the mic because it sounds like that there's something not right because it makes you know it should make no noise you don't even hear anything except voice, but every time the mic keys is plus him talking over it, and then, then he keys the mic a bunch of times and didn't even say anything. It's pretty eerie to listen to that and listen to air traffic control and whatnot. It's hard to understand how how it happened. You know, I mean, how he sounded preoccupied to me and unfortunately, the, um, you know, they, they look into it and do the whatever they do uh, into the accident. And they're more worried about a regulation or two that he broke than they are what the frick caused it. I mean, don't we want to know if a window blew out of it? Or, you know, I mean, something happened. Not worried about that. Worried about, you know, his regulations he broke. Of course, of course he broke. You know. He's Julian Martin. Yeah, you that's freaking what he kidding does. me? Right. He had a he had flown in you know, <laughs> he was going to uh California visit I think his cousins or something and started having pains while he was flying in, about to kill him. And this is the man he is. He lands, taxis to the FBO, parks at the FBO, lays down in the floor of the plane, and sends her to call the ambulance. And they take him in, he's had a heart attack. <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's Julian Martin. Yeah, yeah. Like That's Julian Martin's right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to get where I go <laughs> before I fall out here. Yeah, yeah right, And then I fall attack. out, and he has angel. Well, after you have that, angioplasty, you know, after you have that, you ain't supposed to have a pilot's license. Uh, right. Gotcha. You know, okay. Yeah, yeah. And so. But he did. <laughs> you need <laughs> someone. Yeah.
0: So was that a focus of the investigation? Then was that kind of stuff and not that.
1: That uh, and yeah. um, and he didn't. Um, he hadn't followed the regulation of uh, oxygen. Didn't mean the oxygen didn't work, but it's real expensive. They have you, you know, take the bottle out and do X-ray and all oh, this okay. goofy, yeah, yeah, yeah. all this goofy stuff. And he just, he said, I ain't doing that. And they put a placard on there that says, Don't fly over twelve thousand feet. It didn't matter. You didn't need oxygen. You had, you're at 27,000 feet. You've got plenty of time to get down below 15,000 feet mm-hmm. before you get hypoxic because every 1,000 feet you go, you got more time.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's exponential. 45,000 feet, you got nine seconds. I flew at 45,000 feet all the time. Mm-hmm. You have to have oxygen right. up there, but yeah, 27,000 feet, it's no problem. You lose cabin pressurization. <laughs> you descend. Everything's okay. Mm-hmm. So those weren't the reasons for the crash those might be symptoms in my eyes Mm -hmm. those are symptoms but the reason was there was some kind of failure and he didn't immediately descend you're taught when you lose cabin pressurization first thing you do is descend that's it Mm -hmm. you don't even have to ask permission right you just do it yeah then you let them know what you're doing you know you don't ask for permission Something happened and he was preoccupied, and or he sat up there and fiddled. I don't know, yeah, I don't know what he did, uh, you know. But it that bothered me, it bothered me because I didn't know why I wanted to know why it happened, yeah, and some closure on it. We'll never know,
0: all right. Let's change to some happier topics. Uh, Iraq, uh, you have stated uh in previous interviews that if you're going to look back it's sort of your two favorite accomplishments for nascar hall of fame and those iraq championships does that still hold true here in
1: 2020 yes yeah yeah i mean by far it was uh just crazy what happened in iraq i mean it just didn't make sense really and had so much fun i think i think the first championship i won was at michigan on a Saturday afternoon of an IndyCar race. And I had a King Air, and I had a Saturday night uh, Benton Speed Bowl, I 30 Raceway, Arkansas autograph session <laughs> where I started racing in 1974. So we won that championship and didn't know, I don't think I knew I was going to win it right. till we won it. We won a championship, and it's like, yeah, and we just. Me and my pilot. And we jump in that rental car. <laughs> we haul butt to the airport.
4: We fly
1: to Arkansas. Yep. And I go sign up. I mean, it's just like, cool it was just that? a raging day. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah, It's like kick ass. This is yeah. kick ass, man. We won an rock championship. Didn't even, you know, stick around for, you know. We just That's a boss move. Yeah, yeah. It, was yeah, just, yeah. it was just kind crazy. It. I think that was probably my first year of winning it. <laughs> that's cool. Uh,
0: something our sports car fans may not necessarily know: you have five class wins at the Rolex Twenty Four. Is that correct?
1: I don't think it's that many. You have a bunch of class wins at the I, Rolex Twenty Four. It, it might be three. Three. Yeah, yeah okay, it's I'm not sure. five. Okay, I thought it was five. Five uh, starts, but I think uh, maybe that's where I was. I thinking. think
0: three. Okay, we think you have three class wins at the Rolex Twenty Four. Right. That's, and how many Rolex watches do you have?
1: Of course, zero. <laughs> I drove <roll> for jack. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get paid either oh, for any of them. No extra money, huh? Yeah, Nothing. Yeah, you just had
0: got a, a fully funded cup. Right? I don't
1: have anything. I don't have a trophy. I don't have a plaque.
0: Yeah, because in those days, they didn't give them out.
1: And they probably didn't give Rolex no. watches Only to the that. overalls. Probably just the just top. the overall yeah, guys. But you yeah. would
0: have got one anyway, sounds like.
1: I would. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I would have. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Yeah. I'll tell you this much. We won, in 97, we won the Devilbus 400 at Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. And they gave a chopper for a trophy. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I, <laughs> I, I grabbed that baby. It was usually, I, I didn't even take trophies most of the time. Right. Because at, at that time, they didn't give two trophies. They gave one. So I, I, uh. wasn't, I wasn't much interested in trophies anyway. Right. I threw all my uh, short track trophies in a dumpster in 1980. <sighs> when I got married in 84, we moved seven times in the first five years. Uh, and yeah. About okay. the third time I moved, I threw them in a dumpster, and Arlene said, you're going to regret that. Yeah. And I did. Because yeah. those were the ones that really yeah. meant yeah, yeah, yeah. more than yeah, any NASCAR that. trophy to me. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway... Uh, where was I? Um, you got a chopper. Jack, you got a oh. chopper. The yeah, was... I want to tell that story about yeah, the chopper. Please. So, <laughs> so I grabbed that baby, yeah. put that in my museum, and about a year later, I get a ten ninety nine oh. on it for a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and I'm like, I ain't paying that, y'all. Yeah. I'm, mean, you know, I ain't. I'm, I'm not paying income. To, you know, yeah, right? Yeah, no way. Right. I, and, you know, so we fought it, fought <laughs> about it, and got what it.
0: Was, what was the legal argument? Because that is an asset
1: i don't know Dude, i don't have now do ask me a bunch of i told you i'm dumb <laughs> all i know is that i wasn't gonna pay 40 grand yeah, yeah, yeah. for something gonna, i got uh, gave to me okay yeah. all right, all right. Do you, you understand know? that all right
0: <laughs> sorry you need a constitutional lawyer sir yeah you do. so
1: so anyway we we finagled it down to something that was more reasonable because it wasn't a hundred thousand dollar bike right yeah. so anyway um yeah, so that that uh, I do have that trophy. Okay, Jack, And it, it's that. it's in it's in he the probably about the ten ninety nine. But uh, yeah, that was uh, I, I got another story too about about uh, money. So we go <laughs> we try so hard not to go to Japan and race, but th- as but a driver, you mean Jack and oh Jack didn't you know, want to go as part of this like none show. of us wanted. Yeah, right, why? right.
2: Why would you go? See a new part of the world. To Race in Japan. I raced in China last year. I couldn't wait to go.
1: We race thirty-eight you times a say, year. Yeah. That, oh, okay. Sorry,
2: big cup driver. Poor thing.
1: We raced thirty-eight times a year in like big, big events. This is today. your limited off-season. Nobody wanted. Thing. We did not want to go. I'm not going to allow. I'm anyway, not going to agree with you. We I'm went go. to Suzuka, and it rained all day <laughs> on Saturday, and I sat on the pole in the rain, and then Sunday bright sunshine and i've never been on the track on dry and uh by the and we led a lot of laps but skinner beat me out of the pits on the last pit stop and i couldn't pass him so skinner won
3: yeah.
1: and uh, we ran second but we got a bunch of lap money they come over after the race and give me a bunch of yen and, uh, and i counted <laughs> it up and i thought it was like dang man that's 60 grand <laughs> i ain't I'm hiding that in my bag, you know, <laughs> From it's cash from, from your boss. It's no, 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 no. Uh, from, uh, from, 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 from,
0: yeah, customs. from
1: customs. From customs. Yeah. It's right. above so 10. So I bring it yeah. home. Yeah. I bring it home and I You're take more it, than 10K. I, I take it to Roush. Yeah. Right. Give it, you know. Okay. For them to turn in, and it, I I messed oh, so, okay. up. okay. I messed up the decimal point one spot. It was six thousand not <laughs> 60. Grand. I really thought we had something. There. <laughs> but that's amazing. Yeah, I, I missed the decimal point one spot. I'm pretty good with math, but I, I do make mistakes a lot. It's a hell of a conversion. That's
0: amazing. Dan Binks told a great few words story about you. I guess biffle was testing trucks at bristol
2: bristol yeah yeah went back in early it days might have actually been practice practice you were there too. Yeah, yeah it was, it
0: was practice in bristol and trucks this was when biffle was just getting started couldn't couldn't turn a good lap i guess jack asked you to get in the car you get out you test apparently you did really just you literally just did like an out lap came back in and said yeah i don't steer that way and then just left and i said i don't steer i don't steer that way yeah and then just walked out and he loved that I guess it was really loose. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <it> something <sounded laughs> about like
2: looking out the side window to drive. Yeah, was kind of how he. Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't know. He made that story up, didn't he? Yeah.
0: Well, you call Dan Binks a dirty lap. I
1: remember it, but that don't mean it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the Could, one lap thing yeah. is notorious. Yeah. The kiss of death <laughs> for a race car driver was to ask me to drive their car. Why is that? I'd usually do about three-tenths quicker. Oh. oh, okay. So you and Johnny, Johnny O'Connell. <laughs> <Yeah. All right. laughs> one Johnny lap. Johnny O'Connell. Soccer. One lap. One lap, three-tenths. So I'm, I put new tires on my car at Indy, and yeah. I ran a fifty-three <laughs> sixty on <laughs> new tires. And they they came on uh, over to the car uh, <laughs> and from Casey Mears. Okay. 41 car. Okay. Yeah. Casey Mears. And said, will you take our car out? 41 car? Sure. I go down the back stretch, go into three. I come on the radio and said, "This feels like an Indy car." I go by one timed lap, fifty-two (laughs) sixty, one full second. Whole second faster than my car. Oh! (laughs) And they were complaining about their car until then. Yeah. The only guy I never, Matt Kenseth would not let me. Get in Smart his car man. he told yeah he'd seen it yeah he'd seen it because I'd kill myself to do it I mean you don't know nobody knows and I would do one lap yeah right? Right? I wouldn't do five yeah, and then right, I would just right. boom and I'd be shaking him but my whole deal was like I've got to demoralize whoever it is what this guy been he's like let me just say how I ruined so, people so the only guy I couldn't do that too is I got in Biffle's car at Watkins Glen and I I couldn't I couldn't do it yeah I couldn't do it but Biffle's freaking crazy (laughs) so I couldn't do it to Biffle but I did it to everybody else that ever that ever wanted and they need to come over hey will you drive my car and see what's wrong with it
2: (laughs) you're like yes I will ruin your weekend so so
1: I so Jeff Burton did that and of course you know I've got to have I used it was t- uh, the shop rags. Mm-hmm. I, you, know, you know, you could fold them up and they'd be that much. And I put them in the bottom of the seat. Okay. Everybody. And, and was, everyone uh, yeah, yeah, everybody was like, yeah. come drive my car. Let me get me shop rags. Yeah. <laughs> put them in the seat, strap in, go. Boom. Burton comes over. Man, will you drive my car? I'm going to get a strap on. Oh, it's Ward Burton, apparently. No, it's Jeff. <laughs> Your impression. Teammate. My <laughs> yeah. teammate. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll put them in there, put them strap in feels pretty good to me it's about (laughs) three-tenths and uh uh oh i can't remember his name but he's always joking and cutting up and everything i get out of it jeff reaches down to get those rags out he says no 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 those were (laughs) three-tenths (laughs) <laughs> that's amazing. That that kind of stuff was, yeah. they, you know, that's my ego there. Yeah, you know, I, I, that was fun. <laughs> that that was fun stuff. But I I tried to do it to before I couldn't. I did it to Gordon, Jeff Gordon.
0: Mm-hmm. Are you saying you're two, three tenths faster than Jeff Gordon?
1: I didn't say that. Oh, Sean I, said that. <laughs> I, I I said that when I got in his car, I went at Atlanta. We swapped cars. Okay. Yeah. And I, I don't know that was there. a thing. I went. It's not supposed to be. Okay. Nobody knew it. I would say, okay. when was but, this? Well, it was in the early. I mean, Abraham was his crew chief, and he wanted me to drive his car so bad.
2: Yeah, so you're still driving yeah. a Chevy at that point. He but was a Chevy, and I was, I was no, no yeah. That's my point. When yeah. you swapped, We were supposed to do it. Right, yeah. Yeah. right. Yeah. We this supposed is like to do like major no-no. here. Yeah. So I go,
1: oh, hell yeah, I want to drive your car. You <laughs> beat my ass. I want to see what that thing feels like. Yeah. I make one lap, and it's a couple of tenths quicker i think and uh i, I step out and say i'd raise a panhard bar an inch on both sides what were you, you, being, were you being full of no
2: it's oh, too tight oh, oh, okay. it's way too tight yeah, okay i go a yeah. lot
1: faster it's just tight <laughs> yeah. gordon runs a car tight
3: yeah
1: gordon gets in my car and i had to run my cars were so underpowered at the time i had to run them so loose it was pathetic he never even gets up to, he can't he got within like two seconds of the pace. Oh, Jesus. He couldn't wow. even he couldn't run it yeah, yeah, Because yeah. you had to it was so loose that you had to cram it yeah. in there and almost drive a yeah, it push was a it. And he couldn't I mean he couldn't even do it. Now uh Bobby Labani got in it and he ran he ran my speed in it. Yeah. But, you know, Bobby could do it. About three tenths back now. But well, I don't know. I think he ran my speed. Okay. I'm trying to help you. Uh, no, I, 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 I'm honest. I'm not, a, I'm not a liar. I might be bragging, but I'm, <laughs> it ain't really bragging if it's the truth. That's fair. That's fair. You know, fair. and that would be bragging if I said, yeah. so Bobby, Bobby ran my speed okay. in my car. Yeah. But Gordon couldn't even get up to speed yeah. in it yeah. because he liked a tight car and mm-hmm. his car was tight to me. I could have run faster in his car if they'd loosened it up.
0: Everingham said in our podcast, Gordon never wanted to touch the track bar.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 So
0: it's interesting. It's the first thing you went to.
1: I ran a high track bar. Yeah. High, because... If you wanted a loose car. We had to be always loose. Get get the roll speed. Yeah, Yeah, we had to be loose. It had to carry it down in there and roll. My deal was is that I had to get on the gas really early. So the car had to be super free because it was actually powering up before the Apex starting. And we just... uh,
0: well, that makes sense if you're you're I mean, always known as a rolling speed guy. Did you, in all the years, this is something we normally ask, and I'm sure you won't answer, but if you look back, was there one guy that you wanted to punch in the face?
1: It comes to mind, and I don't know why, but <laughs> Sacks, Sa- Greg Sacks. Greg Sacks? That's, you? your, that's your arch rival. No, it's not a rival. No, no, no. <laughs> we had an accident, and it pissed me off, and I wanted to punch him in the face. All right, all right. Okay, that's just, uh, it was in the 90s, and we're going into turn one, and and, uh, he's driving over his head, and he loses it and wipes me out. And I hit hard, and I wasn't in any mood to be wrecking, wasn't no need to be wrecking. I didn't like wrecking. I'm not a proponent of wrecking. Most don't. I don't like, I don't like tearing up cars. So you're not into wrecking. And my s*** was tore up, Right. Yeah. and it pissed me off. (laughs) Because
0: of Greg Sachs.
1: He's over his head. Okay. Yeah. And that just was just one day. But he, I seen him drive over his head another day or two too. <laughs> that wasn't the only day I saw him drive over his head.
4: <laughs> but okay. but usually
1: I just kept my mouth shut. Yeah. And yeah. I was mad as hell, but I didn't say nothing to anybody about it. This is the first time I've leaked it out. Mm-hmm. So breaking news. It's probably thirty years ago. Statute of limitations. Yeah. We're gonna call. I it. I, try, I tried not to. That was one thing. One thing that really bothered me is uh, i never nobody wants to hear a grown man cry yeah and so i never i took my medicine is no matter how bad it tasted i kept my mouth shut right i tried not to run my mouth i tried to be a man i tried never to talk uh stuff about anybody and like i didn't on Mm Zach's that day i didn't say a word it was just mad robin miller said once <laughs> call me a cry baby <laughs> and that I just, can
0: see two sides of this call. I have
1: a pro you know I still to this day you know I like Robin Miller you know I like pleasing people and I like people to think high of me and integrity all these things mean a lot to me and he said th- he he thought I was a crybaby. Over, over. <laughs> Get first all, out. Then has he ever listened to all those other guys? Yeah, right, over right, what? Because like that's right. not even his territory necessarily. I don't know what. All right. It must have had something to do with you know a day that I was complaining about tires during the tire war. I did have a few things to say. Nothing yeah. like Tony Stewart, but <laughs> I thought everything Tony Stewart ever said. I thought. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. right but right, I never right. said it. Right. But I thought it. Yeah. But, you know, maybe it had to do with tire war or maybe it had to do with, you know, there were times when if you politicked, you could get a little extra spoiler for, you you know, your Pontiac or shit. So So you have to play that. You know, if we were winning races, like there was one time at Charlotte, Fords had won several races and then they had the all-star race and they whacked all the Ford spoilers off. And, you know, best afford Ford could do is fourth or fifth, you know. And I said something about, you know, it was like we can't, you know, we, we can't compete this with is, this little This spoiler. is every week
0: in sports cars, so we know. Yeah. 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 So, so
1: so I don't know. I didn't ever, you know, I, I am not a crybaby. I said less than any driver I know about anything that ever went bad because I that was the one thing I didn't want to be called. And I wanted to be the guy who never talked bad about somebody else on a racetrack. And I wanted to have respect for people and be a competitor and all that stuff. And Robin Miller. Mm-hmm. All
2: right. He's a big Greg Sachs fan. I heard. Yeah, apparently.
1: <laughs> That's what it was. So, wait, so the, so the
0: Greg Sachs deal. Um, if you wreck with like Earnhardt or Jeff Gordon or Terry Labonte or somebody like that, its I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it's almost like you're wrecking with a peer. Yeah, in the sense that like things happen, but it's almost like with Greg Sacks that maybe wasn't the same kind of level.
1: No, I didn't have the same level of respect for him that yeah. I had Terry. Yeah. Right. Uh, if, based on my experience on the racetrack right. with him and some marginal, exactly marginal if, moves that he if had made. Terry previously makes mis-
0: if Terry makes a mistake and takes you out. You kind of t- accept. People that's what make it mistakes. Is. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it, but if you are a ha- drivers, ha- yeah. habitual
1: mistake maker. <laughs> yeah. Did Your you just, tolerance? Did you do that on purpose? <laughs> did you just habitual line stepper? Yeah, no, yeah, you know, did it. You Chappelle showed this. Yeah, yeah. Is that that's Chappelle show, right? That's Chappelle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man, yeah, I love Chappelle. All right, Mark, you I and right. I are good. I'm I okay with it. you. Habitual
2: <laughs> line stepper.
1: Yeah, and he's one. Yeah, okay. he, was, yeah, he yeah. At, To that yeah. point, he had been one. So, you know, I didn't have a, as much tolerance for that as I would have any Rusty or those guys you well, know. I understand I get it so we all make mistakes but yeah, yeah. some more than others some more than others <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a bell show reference yeah, I like that a- everything about this is oh, a win I'm impressed by that alright well I don't know how much time you expected to give us but holy crap it's late um, my last question yes. we, we ask this
2: regularly um, especially people in like circle track you know short track racing who is the one person that you thought had the talent to be one of the best ever but never got the shot
1: Like a name we probably would never even know. I think the guy that would have been a great NASCAR driver would have been Mike Eddie from uh, ASA Racing. He was from uh, Michigan, way up north Michigan. He was a hard charger. He was Earnhardt type. He wasn't dirty, but he was a, you know, he wasn't, he was marginal rough. Yeah. If you didn't give him extra space, he might r- rub you. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, same as Earnhardt. We never had a problem because I never really put him in a bad position. Mm-hmm. And he, he respected me and, and, uh, and raced me clean. And one Montoya, <laughs> uh, who I think is one of the greatest drivers of this era in the world. I think the world, I mean, uh, 2009, my very last win, I pull ahead of him going down the front straightaway for the lead going in turn one. And I go in there and I make damn sure (laughs) that I don't overrun the corner and let him back under me. Yeah. And he about runs over me. (laughs) Imagine that. (laughs) But he don't hit me. Yeah. Yeah. I guarantee you, if it had been somebody else, he would. Clear you out. Yeah. Yeah. I guarantee it, 100%. You get what you give. And if you give respect enough, you get it. Now, you don't get it from everybody. There's a few assholes around that don't give it back. But for the most part, I got what I gave. I respected everyone on the racetrack, and I raced them hard as hell, but clean in the way I wanted to be raced. And I got it back. And a lot of people say I raced too clean, and I'd have some championships if I'd have got rough. And I say, I wouldn't have the respect I have today, and my life wouldn't be any different, except I'd know I was an asshole. (laughs) All right. Cottonmouth's got the check. (laughs) Meow.
4: I learned how to finesse from the best of them I learned how to finesse from the best of them I'm nonchalant, what you want, I'm investing in Anything that can get me to the paper You stay salty, I'm a user for the flavor Abracadabra, I do magic like the Laker Dag, they creeping in the dark and it ain't laser Tag, you probably even wouldn't help a stranger Like there's no benefit to learn the other language it's obvious everybody need a savior It's obvious don't nobody know their neighbor It's obvious people on their best behavior Until it's time to do your enemy your favor It might be worth it to first just consider prayer And I ain't perfect, I ain't doing nothing either Except raising my kids and that's something major Unless I never teach them how to love the neighbor Hello neighbor, how are you? Really wanna shower you Live up. Wanna challenge to I'm like Mr. Rogers meets Black Dart. Shouldn't have made it, I'm a blindfolded half court shot. I've been equated to the goat, but I'd rather be known as a sheep. Cause the greatest of all time is not allowed to be weak, and I'm lame. I make my best art when I'm lying in pain. I missed the mark, but never took the time to aim. We all want the world to change. Instead of changing ourself, man, that's all the game, ain't it? I should start with the man in the mirror, right? And handle it down to all my little children, like Being a blessing to people that irk you Or looking out for people who try and hurt you It's easier to love the people in your circle I'd rather be around the ones that help me keep my curfew So when the sun sets on my life I hope the people around me feel like that I love them, right? Hello, neighbor, how are you? Really wanna shower you love hello neighbor howard really wanna challenge to love